This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lo Von Room. All right, how are you guys doing this week? Are you having a good week so far? I hope you are. And if you're not, don't worry, boo-boo. We got you covered because today we have a great episode. I have to say, I'm feeling pretty good mentally this week. I put my mental health first this week, and I went away for a few days, went to Palm Springs, hour and 30 minutes out of Los Angeles, and hit some traffic on the way up. That sucked. But you know what? Getting there. And it's like serene and quiet and just there's peacefulness in the desert. The weather's beautiful. The sun is shining bright. The birds are chirping. The bees are a buzzing. <laughs> it was so nice to just take a moment to just unplug, not feel stressed about work or lack thereof or anything really going on in my life. I got to just unplug with people I trust and love. And it was really nice. I've been going to the desert since I was a kid. So it's very nostalgic for me. And I feel like that's a place where I kind of can like lick my wounds and heal from anything, you know, there's the quietness of the desert. So I just love getting to spend time there as much as I can. Plus, I have family members in Palm Springs and Rancho Mirage and, and Indio and Coachella. And uh, my great grandmother, you know, she lived in the desert and my Nana used to live there too. So yeah, it's very familial for me to be there. And of course, I got a date shake. Have you ever had a date shake? All right, they are so freaking delicious. Take a banana, some dates, Blend it up, throw in some walnuts. I hate walnuts, but in a date shake, they're delicious. They add really good flavor for some reason. A little bit of salt, cinnamon, agave, ice or ice cream. If you're down with that dairy life, blend it up and then drink it up. It is so good. Well, I love dates personally. When I talk about date shakes, I've had friends be like, ew, what is that? Like, sounds nasty, but it's so good. Don't knock it till you try it. And they're big in the desert, especially Palm Springs, because there's so many date farmers. I mean, I have a couple uncles that are date farmers as well. So I've just grown up eating dates and oh my God, bacon wrapped dates. Ugh, I don't eat bacon anymore, but damn, if it's wrapped with a date. I might pop that sucker down. You know, it's delish. So while I was in Palm Springs, uh, I did a Zoom podcast situation with one of my closest friends. She's a bestie, a bestie in my life, a bestie to a lot of people who get to hear her beautiful voice on her podcast off the vine talking about the one and only Canadian maple delight herself, Miss Caitlin freaking Bristow. Oh, I just love her. And I wish she lived here. She's in Nashville, but you know, I got to enjoy time with her when she was on Dancing with the Stars. She a champion from Dancing with the Stars. She took home the mirror ball. But while she was here, we basically lived together for a few months, four or five months while she was filming, which was the best. Uh, but then she left and it was such a transition to not get to see her and Jason, who I love so much, too. But to not to get to see them every day, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a rough one for me. A rough transition, getting used to not seeing them all the time. I really miss them. So anytime I get to Zoom or FaceTime or hang out with Caitlin, I, I treasure those moments. And she's one of those friends that is just a rare find, a unicorn type of friend, because she's so encouraging and supportive. And I... I know it's hard to find that, especially in L.A. So I lucked out with Caitlin because from the get go, especially when it comes to this podcast, she's been so supportive and encouraging. And she's always like, Lo, you should podcast before I even had the Low Life podcast. She's like, you got to do your own show. Like, you got to freaking do it, Lo. I'm 
you know, I'll help you in any way that you can. And I, I'm rooting for you. And she's just been a really supportive, genuine, sincere friend. And I'm just so thankful for people like that. Yeah. Anyway, I love her so much. So we sit down and we had a great conversation and I opened it up on Instagram to the low lifers and the vinos. A lot of them are both low lifers and vinos. So I asked you guys, do you have any questions for Caitlin? And I just wanted you guys to have an opportunity to ask whatever you wanted to her. So you guys came through with the questions. So we asked her a lot of them. Everything from Chris Harrison getting fired from The Bachelorette or a break. I don't know what it is. Uh, And also we talked about engagement with Jason. Is it happening? When is it happening? Uh, Her Peloton name. She finally reveals that. A lot of you wanted to know what her Peloton name was. We talked about her getting COVID-19, dealing with that. Jason had it too. I mean, they were dealing with coronavirus over the holiday break. Like that was their Christmas. Merry Christmas. You have coronavirus. Like that sucks. So we talked about her situation and, and also how she's dealing with not being around her family. She hasn't seen her family in like, man, a year. Sucks. So that's a tough one. We also went into talking about menstrual cramps and <laughs> ended it with a great round of rapid fire questions. So she's done rapid fire before. So I got all new questions for her and she had some really funny answers and shared some funny stories along the way. So without further ado, let's just jump into the episode with Queen Caitlin Bristow. Oh, I got to play at Little Cranberries because I know my 90s baby, Caitlin, that's her favorite. So we're going to give you a little cranberries before the episode. Here we go. The podcast queen herself, Miss Caitlin Freakin' Bristow, is in the house with us. Welcome to the podcast, Caitlin oh Queen Bristow. I'm so freaking excited to do your podcast. I love, love, love being a guest on yours because you're always like the best guest ever for mine. So I'm like, I better bring the f***ing heat today. <laughs> you just being you brings the heat. You're a spicy thing on your own. I am. I am spicy. And you know what? I think with age, I'm getting spicier. It's for sure. Gonna, yeah too hot to handle. Well, that's the thing too. Did you notice when I was in my twenties, I definitely put up with a lot of bullshit. Yes. And then I hit 30 and I'm 31 and I'm, this is what worries me. I'm already like, I don't have time for this when it comes to certain people that like rude people, disrespectful people, drama with friends, anything like that. I'm already kind of capped out or not capped out, tapped out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Tapped out. But I'm like, I'm 31 and I'm already like, I don't got time for this. Imagine when we're 51, 61. Oh, we are going to be sitting on our porch, just getting high, saying, get off my lawn, you little shit. And we'll just be living. Yeah. Drinking your freaking spade and sparrows. Absolutely. I, I love that we're both drinking the Pinot Grigio. Shameless plug. I Well, yeah, shameless plug to, sh- to spade and sparrows. Yeah. But purposely, I was like, I know Lo will be drinking white. So I poured white. Oh, I love it. And your Pinot Grigio is hands down my favorite. Mm. When am I going to be able to get this in the States? I, I friends with you, very close friends, and I get that box sent to me. So thank you for that. Low. But it's not available here in the country. I have some really exciting news. I can't share it yet, but. Low life exclusive. It will be in a store near you very soon and a big <gasps> and a big store. So it's. BFMO. <laughs> I'm not saying anything yet because I don't want to jinx it. Cost plus world market. Wine Wait, I and wonder things. if I can say what it is. Let me ask Cleo. Here, let's send Cleo a little voice note. <laughs> yeah. Could we announce where my <laughs> wine is going to be found? 
hey, Klee, I'm on Lowe's podcast right now. And he was like, what am I going to be able to like get it like at a store near me? And then I'm like, wait, am I allowed to tell people this news? You let me know. Okay, thanks. Okay. Yeah. So you'll yeah, be but uh, exciting. Yeah. So exciting. But wait, I want to circle back to something really quickly about you saying in your 20s, I noticed a huge shift in you from your 20s to where you're at now with your bullshit meter and how much you'll take and and just you as a human being. Really? Yes. Big time. I didn't fully notice it until I was removed from you after spending so much time from you and then missing you and looking back on it. And I was like, wait, you were like just so much more authentically yourself and like less of a people pleaser, but in a very healthy way where you want to please the people that matter. Yeah, I definitely want to please my little Judy. <laughs> I miss giving. I do. I want to please you. I miss rubbing your little feetsies. They were all black and blue nails. Did your nail grow back? I always wonder it's, about that nail. It's halfway there. It doesn't look right, though. It's no, it doesn't. It's like a little nail floating in a pool of skin. Yeah, it's a floater, but also like... <laughs> so gross for for people who don't know but i think everyone does i i from wearing these freaking heels ballroom shoes are no joke and they were so tight on my feet otherwise my ankles because my poor little ankles were just like weak little toothpicks and so i had to wear the tightest shoes that cut off circulation so i lost both toenails fell off low and the one that oh my wait the baby toes no the big ones the ones that matter Nobody has a baby toe <laughs> nail. Are you kidding? You have a baby mine's, toenail. Mine's no, Those are always it's a little speck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are always just there for like a good time. But the big nail, it fell off. Same with the other one. But the other one grew, grew back normal. This one on the right is like halfway there and it won't grow straight up. It's slanted down. And the part that's slanted just keeps growing slower than the rest. And like you said, how it's just a floater. Like half of it's floating, yeah. half of it's attached, and it's slanted. It's really not cute. I mean, thank God it's cold in Nashville. We don't need open toe shoes for you. Low, it's going to be 67 degrees tomorrow. Wait, 67? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's real nice. It's open toe yeah. shoe weather nice. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you missed out on that Javiana sandal contract, huh? Oh, gosh. Like Remember gonna, the, yeah. that's, that used to be all I wore I, until I couldn't. I was in like snow. If it like was a light dusting, which Nashville was shut down for, I was still in my Havanas in Canada. Yeah. Oh, do you remember uh, rainbow sandals? Rainbow? Did you ever wear, oh my God, rainbow sandals. They're big in Orange County. I think that's where they're actually, the company's from. Brown leather sandals, little rainbow tag. These sandals are the best. They last forever. Oh, oh, look at, oh my, oh, Pino just woke up from his slumber. Oh my God. Hi, little Pino. Look at him. He's like, what's going on? I just woke up. He's like, he heard your voice. Oh, my Pino. Pino's the one I was the most attached to. Yeah. Ramen was clearly, it's set in his ways, old wise soul. Pino was still finding himself, as was I. Yeah. And we connected, as was I. We connected in Hollywood. He was the one eating poop and doing God knows what. <laughs> He's God, the dog's man. a mess, Look at this but dog. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> He's just resting his head on your shoulder like a human. You should have just seen. I'll show you a picture. I was just writing oh. um, a song, which is really fun. And with my good friend, Rachel Walmack, and she's amazing. Don't get it confused Wait, with Leanne who? Walmack. Okay. <laughs> But she is so talented. And look at this. When I was writing, look at Pino die. Oh, my God. Just 
right there riding alongside you with his paws right next to you. Like what? And then it turned into this. Oh, how cute is that? You're just, yeah, just laying as you lay there, spread eagle with little Pino. Spread eagle. That's draped over you. The most comfortable way to lay. So cute. Yeah. (laughs) Those dogs are like little humans. They are. I know. I'm a, I'm, I'm genuinely like, I'm concerned for my obsession. It's, it's sick. So I didn't have that obsession with your dogs. I was like, they're cute, but they, the fur's everywhere and I just can't with it. You know what though? I'll take the fur. Yeah. I don't care. I, I stayed at your place for months. Oh, I no. was, I had woke up with fair hair in my mouth and my butthole. Like there was, I would find freaking ramen and pino fur everywhere. <laughs> it was so gross. But I'm like, they're perfect. They're so cute. Like I couldn't not have them on the bed with me. Like when you would be working late, um, I would, you know, I'd put on your extensions and I'd lay in the bed and let Pino and Ramen and Jason lay with me. So spray my perfume on you and like put in my hair extensions and just lay with the dogs. Put on a little toke. Is that what they call a little toke? Toke? A toque. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm so frustrated because so I get screeners of The Bachelor. So I watched. First of all, I put in my bachelor bracket. This is how Canadian I am. I could easily cheat and win my whole bracket because I get the episodes early and I could just be like, oh, so-and-so goes home. I win. Oh, wait. Is it like a fantasy football thing for Bachelorette or Bachelor Nation? Oh, wow. I I make sure that I do my bracket first and then watch because I don't want to cheat like that. So anyways, I was watching and Serena P, who is Canadian, gets like the most Canadian date of all time and she gets to test him on his Canadian knowledge and she's like what do we call these and it's a toque by the way and I was like wait my date I couldn't even cross the border to go into Canada and I thought they'd bring Canada to my family no I did a wrap I wrapped at a studio in Arizona and then took him to (laughs) my, my family's place in Phoenix like nothing Canadian about it what wait I thought I thought he got to go but this was Sean Mm -mm. when I was on The Bachelor. Oh, right. So Chris Souls. But even when I was the Bachelorette, we didn't get to go to Canada at all. They didn't want to welcome the Bachelor franchise into the Canadian border. I think that's what it was. I think think some people uh, couldn't cross the border. So. Wow. Okay, Caitlin, elephant in the room, huge elephant, rhino, if you will. I got, you're like, what? What the hell's going on? I got, and by the way, if you don't, I'll say this. If you don't want to answer, we can take it out. You know how this whole thing works. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at. No, I, I'm scared. You, oh, you're like, I have no idea. Well, no, I opened up the the question and answer situation and people know you so well. Yeah. And a lot of I'm very thankful that a lot of your vinos uh, in support of you, in solidarity with you, literally like we shall support low because we love Caitlin, which is very <laughs> sweet that I have vinyl listeners that come on board to to listen to my podcast. It's, it means a lot. I love that. Um, so I opened up the question on Instagram and said, you guys can ask Caitlin whatever you want, but you're an open book. I feel like you share so much. And I've heard you say before, like they already know it because they know everything. Like what could someone have to ask? I agree. Well, you'd be surprised. People had some questions. Really? Because every Great time I questions. go on a podcast, I'm like, what the heck are, are people going to learn from me that they don't, they're probably sick of me. And then, no, and then I'm never. like, and then people ask me questions and then I'm like, oh, we really still asking questions about that. Okay. And then it turns into headlines where I'm like, what the, I didn't want to talk about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, how do you feel about Sean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I'll 
all the time. And I'm like, yeah. and then I go, well, five years ago, I really wanted to make it work. And then the headlines are, Caitlin really wanted to make it work. And I'm like, motherfucker. You know what? So, so you, I, I actually saw a headline recently because you did yes. K- Casey's podcast and I, you briefly mentioned something about Sean, but it was like Caitlin longing for Sean. Re- I was so annoyed at that. Sorrow. I get it. I respect the hustle and I get it for the headlines. But also I was like, that's what you took away from my interview. Like that was really disappointing because it felt disrespectful. Not that it was her fault. It's just magazines. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. that's just what they do. Anyways. Yeah, sure. Well, I was going to say, okay, I got a lot of great questions uh, from your listeners and my listeners, our listeners will say, uh, and I'm going to read some of them to you. One was, and I love this one. Okay. So. You've done Dancing with the Stars championship winner. She has a successful scrunchie line, a very successful wine line. It's delicious. She has two top charting singles on iTunes. Musician, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, iconic queen to them all. Dancer now, professional dancer. Add that to the freaking resume. What's next? Wait, what was the elephant in the room? Or is that it? Oh, I'm going to get to the elephant. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. I was going to do a, I'm doing a softball pitch. And then oh, we're gonna okay, go then and we're going to crank freaking... it home. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to crank it home. I get it. Okay. Yeah, this is a warm up appetizer before you don't like the entree. I get it. Um. Okay, you're you're lubing me up. I see what you're doing. Get me <laughs> drunk first. Um. Okay, so honestly, I just, like I said earlier, I was just, <laughs> what are we laughing that I'm getting lubed up? You're just the get me all looped up. I get it. All right. I respect it. Because that's I what I do to my guests. I'm like, you got wine? Good. Lube you up. Then I'll get to the confessions. Well, honestly, just from writing music today, I am so freaking proud of myself. I was in the shower the other day, which is very um a rare sight. And I get very creative in the shower, so I should probably do it more often. And I started humming a tune. And then I was like, oh, this is a good idea for a song. And then I started singing. And I was like... Oh my God, did I just come up with that lyric? That's genius. And then I was like, I better get the hell out of the shower and write this down. So I'm writing down, writing down. And then I was said to my girlfriend, I'm like, you need to come over and help me like put this into music. Like she plays piano and guitar and she's just a brilliant songwriter. So she came over today and I just realized that when I'm doing it, I also took voice lessons earlier. When I'm in that moment of singing, I'm the kind of person who suffers obviously from anxiety. But when I'm people are like, oh, focus on your breath. That actually brings me more anxiety because then I'm like, uh, I'm focusing on how short my breath is. Cool. But when I'm singing, I'm focusing on my breath in another way. And I don't even realize how therapeutic it is. And it brings me so much joy. And so I'm like, why not at the place that I'm in in life do everything that brings me just so much joy? So I think yeah. next I'm going to continue to just sing and songwrite and and just see what happens with that because I don't feel pressure with it, which is so nice. I don't feel pressure to put out a single or have an album and I don't have a label that's like on me and controlling me and doing all these things. I'm like, this is kind of just something I love and I can focus on and work on. And I've got, you know, all these other things that I can still do as work, quote unquote, because I love that too. But singing is something that truly brings me joy. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And you have a beautiful voice. It's okay. It's honestly, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's good. And then my girlfriend comes over and she's like hitting these notes and she was like, okay, now you sing it. And I'm like, I I can't like I can't. But I have an okay tone, which is what works for me. Like Casey Musgraves. I'm obsessed with her and her music. And she just takes country music to a whole new level because it's outside of the box. And that's what I like. 
and she just has she tells a story and she doesn't have the craziest range even though she could because she's amazing she stays in this range and she's just a storyteller and it's the tone of her voice that really works for her and i feel like i have a good tone to my voice when i sing yeah and that's what works for me so i that's what i do you remind me of um the cardigans or the cranberries which (laughs) favorite group of the 90s Yeah, I it's, remind I, you I of the cardigans that. or the cranberries. That's like the most iconic. Like, come on. Yeah, no, wait, I'm obsessed I, with the cranberries. Oh, 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 great. Okay, good because I'm like vocally, or was it the the cardigans too? That how she has like a really perfect tone. It just was like, ah, oh, silk. Yeah, it is silk. The, do you know this, or did we talk about this recently? Anyone who knows me probably knows this, but one of my dates on The Bachelorette was. The cranberries sang to us in a castle in Germany. No, sorry, Ireland. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And I know you love them. Magical. Wow. Magical. Pulling out all the freaking stops. Okay. Are you ready for your Grand Slam home run question? Oh, f- wait. God. Yeah. Take a sip. Okay. So it has to do with one of your dear friends who's, he's no longer on The Bachelor because I don't, I don't really even know um, the story. We're talking Chris Harrison. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've spoken out about it publicly, but I, have. I will say, Oh, okay. Well, then I guess. <laughs> but no, that's still it's still an important conversation and topic. I, when I when I posed the question on Instagram, I got how does she feel about Chris Harrison? What's going? Are they still friends? What's her it, like thoughts on it? Yeah, overwhelming. I'd say like eighty something people. Like yeah. it was. So I was like, okay, I'll ask her. And if she doesn't want to answer, then because it, you're it's a rock and a hard place because you're actually very close friends with him. And I know you guys have had a great relationship for years. It is and it isn't. I mean, that is still hot in the news. That's for sure. Ink is still wet. And <laughs> yeah, I just learned that term. I thought it was cool. It, it is hard because it is and it isn't. It's hard because, yeah, of course, we're friends, but it's not hard to disagree with someone, even if you love them. Like, I remember Jason showing me the interview before I saw it all go down online and the, you know, spiral of cancel culture start. Before I saw it really like take off with how bad it was, I cringed watching it and I shook my head and I just went, are you kidding me, Chris? Like, it's like, oh, you're smarter than that. Yeah, of course. But I didn't know he even had that in him to dismiss somebody like that, especially Rachel. And it was just super disappointing. And I did reach out to him because because, you know, the whole thing is everyone talks about accountability now. Okay, cancel culture versus accountability. And sometimes accountability can seem like a cancel culture. So when people are like he should be fired, that could be holding someone accountable. But also that could look like cancel culture. So I did want to reach out to him and and as a friend, hold him accountable before I publicly said something because I wanted him to know that that was not okay. I wanted him to know that even though he's a dear friend, I don't agree with the way he treated Rachel, how he approached that, his beliefs. I kind of was like, hey, I'm that was really tough to watch, really disappointed. Um, I felt I felt for Rachel during that. That was that was really hard to watch. Yeah. I and I, I think a lot of people were with you on that. That's why the the blowback was because a lot of people are like, whoa, watching it, myself included. I'm like, what the what? <laughs> it uh, it felt like uh, out of character. Like I, I was like, wait, what? What are mm-hmm. you really saying this or acting this way? It was really alarming to hear him belittle Rachel and and dismiss her and gaslight her like that. And so I, I was overall very extremely disappointed. I was, it was 
almost disgusting behavior. But that's where that comes in where I'm like, I know that he also has good intentions and that he he sadly might not know any better and hopefully now can reflect and grow and look back on that and be like, holy shit, I was I am so ignorant. I am the most ignorant and I should be held accountable for my actions. And, you know, that's the only way people are really, truly going to learn. And sometimes you have to make an example of someone. But Chris isn't the first one we have to make an example of. There's been so many others. And that's why I was like, what are you doing? I just knew what was going to happen to him. And I spoke on it on my Instagram live. I did um, a live, which was terrifying because I was like, I was like, I could definitely say the wrong thing, but I really wanted people to see that I was in the moment. I was genuine. I, I was afraid to say the the wrong thing, but I was okay with putting that out there as being afraid because I think you have to get uncomfortable and afraid. We've all been saying that, so it, you have to prove it. So I did that, and then I saved it to my IGTV. So people are like, where has she said anything? It's it's under my IGTV, and I, I did a whole thing. There you it. go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Beautifully handled and friends should hold each other accountable yes yes i mean and he and he appreciated it he said thank you my friend like i think he did appreciate it and i i truthfully and sadly don't think in that moment he realized what the heck he was doing which is crazy the show's been dealing with racism for so long and if he only sees that as 2018 that's again alarming because it's as long as I can remember, people have been trying to hold that show accountable for season one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's why I was like, what the hell, man? So, yeah, that's yeah. that's how I feel. Well, good, well, well, good for you for speaking up and saying something like that, because I know it's not easy and you can it could be difficult, especially when it's a close friend. But I mean, as, aside from what happened in with Chris, I will say in your friendships and your close, tight knit circle, myself included. I love that if there's something where you're like, Lo, what's going on with that? I love that you check in with your friends. I love that you hold them accountable. And I would uh, hope that from them if I did anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you've even asked me, Lo, like, I I mean, this is on a way different scale, but you're like, Lo, was I a total bitch in that moment? Like, you're like yeah. did I sound bad or something like that? Like, I didn't mean to sound like that with you. And I'm like, you didn't at all. Like, and it's the most simple thing. Like, Lo, hand me that or you or some I forgot what it was, but I'm talking like minuscule, but you're very in tune with like, hey, like, I want to make sure what I'm putting out there and hold me accountable if I am coming off abrasive or whatever. Yes. Which you're never. You well, are. Ask, ask Jason. He could disagree. He's, <laughs> he's the one that's got to live with me quick break we'll be right back does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding since having kids have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline when it comes to thinning hair there are many root causes at play and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker stronger faster growing hair with less shedding I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. 
Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. I'm all about leveling up with my lowlifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style, and I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. And we're back. By the way, that whole living situation back in the, the sky cage. Yeah. I, I look at it like this. If your relationship could endure that amount of its tight quarters, I mean, and then you throw stylist low in the mix, two dogs, <laughs> it's like three dogs at that point. <laughs> if you throw that in the mix yeah, and you, you guys come out strong and I look at it like, hey, that it's a real testament to your relationship and I think how strong it can be. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that is so true. I mean, people talk about all the time relationships in quarantine and how two people are not meant to spend that much time together. And then you shrink that into a sky cage in an apartment in L.A. while he's trying to work without an office. He's trying to take out the dogs every two hours because Pino's not getting the concept of an elevator. And like, I'm gone grinding up. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally yeah. joking about that. You know, I'm gone like however many hours of the day, just like doing what makes me happy. And then to come home and not only, you know, obviously he probably wanted to like strangle me certain times and the same vice versa. Yeah. But we would always talk it out, 
hash it out. Lo was there to be the middleman and <laughs> and understand. Oh but at the end of the day, he was like, okay, you know what? Here's a glass of wine. I'm going to cook you dinner. And then another time I'd be like, you know what? You're doing all of this and it's making a sacrifice for me. And it's sometimes it has to get like a little, not nasty, but like argumentative to find yeah. a solution and to see the other person's point of view. So I think if you can do that in any relationship in your life, it'll be successful. <laughs> Jason and I had it out a couple of times. <laughs> only once. Only once. Only one. Yeah. Well, a baby or one. Or maybe one, one that, that I like, saw. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, there was a couple, but um, the one that you were witness to. But we worked through it, you know? You did. But out low. I was so mad. I was so uncomfy. I'm like, no, you two are not doing this right now. I know. I know. I felt like like in the movie Purple Rain. I don't know if you've seen it with Prince. Okay, great. Uh, but Prince is like defending his mom. He's like, leave her alone, dad. Like, that was me. Like, no, don't say that. How dare you? Daddy. <laughs> Like, get out of here, kid. Get out. Mind your, your business, and I, This is in the marriage bed. <laughs> anyway, it all it all worked oh, out. Gosh. And and it was such a bonding experience for all of us. Yeah. I genuinely miss I I, I do miss it, which sounds crazy. But but, but you I, know I, I what? Do. We didn't take advantage of it because I feel like all three of us always talked about how we're like, this is not gonna last. We are gonna miss each other so much. Like this is such a unique experience we got to make the best of it we had like we were all just like taking our tests being so careful just for the three of us to really like be in the moment and and appreciate that mm -hmm. friendship because we knew it was for a good time not a long time yeah exactly and i will say i i look at that little stint of what a few months mm -hmm. I and mean, it was from august to november mm -hmm. right uh but that a short amount of time but like whoa like talk about fast pass to the front of the line of like I was already close with you I wasn't close with Jason though but that just propelled it to I was like and we're in I mean that was one family. of the most the Miraball great but one of the most beautiful things to come from that was the J-Lo bond and everybody oh, feels that way except so for me <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Lowe's mine back off yeah, always and forever <laughs> no I don't. oh yeah also it's great to I didn't have that connection with Sean no um I didn't feel I didn't feel that at all to be honest uh but yeah we didn't also have that intensive of like living together type of a thing yeah but I guess but even it's still it just there was there's Jason's just the kind of person that like he lets certain people no, he lets most people in. But if you're in, you're in and he'll yeah, treat you like, like family. mafia family. Yes, vibes. yes, exactly. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I can't wait to get reunited with you guys. I hope it happens soon. I'm, I think it's going to be April. That's when Perfect. I'm planning for it That's, in my head. That sounds ideal. I mean, no, tomorrow would be ideal, but I'll take yeah. April. I'll take <laughs> I'll April. Take April. <laughs> okay. One thing that I know is difficult, and this was a common question asked by a lot of uh, the listeners, is a lot of people are separated from their families. It's tough. I'm hoping borders open up. I'm hoping that, you know, people can fly and see their family members be reunited. But as of now, in this moment today, it's not happening. You're very close to your family. Um, you talk to them all the time. It was actually really beautiful to see how connected you still are with your sister and your your mom and your dad and your nieces and nephews. It's so sweet. They're always checking in on you uh, and vice versa. You, I don't think I, I'm sure people are aware if they're not, you have a really tight knit family, yes. which I think helps you stay so grounded and, you know, and real with everything. 
but the fact that you haven't been able to see them. A lot of people are like, how I know you've been open about it. It's a tough challenge. You struggle with it. What are you doing, though, to kind of cope with not having your family around right now? It's a tough one. It, what's, what's oh, my obstacle? gosh. It's so hard. I OK, so since I was I mean, when I was 19, I moved away from home and I remember being like, oh, my gosh, why is why is my family crying while I'm leaving? Like I'm an hour flight away. I'm going to be fine. And then I got there to Vancouver and I was like, I want my mom. <laughs> like I realized just how that had just been something not that I took for granted. No, I took it for granted a little bit being around family all the time. And so I really like, I mean, I almost moved back home. and I obviously wouldn't be where I am today if I did that. But I it was so hard to be away from my family. So over the years, you know, I, I just kept doing my own thing. And I'd always fly home. And I just realized like, if you're away from them, your time with them is just such quality time and you're so present and it just means so much. And so I would really take take it all in when I went home and spent time with family. Yeah. And so to not Which have was, that. When was the last time? When was the last time you saw them? Christmas Physically. last year. I think it was. Wow. Yeah. Christmas last year, which is the longest I've ever gone. And it was like, I don't, it just, especially when you know, I'm getting older, which means my parents are getting older. That is always something in the back of my mind. Like, not like they're going anytime soon, of course, but you never know what's going to happen. I always just yeah. like. I always have a fear that my mom and dad are literally going to die. Yeah, and I No, it's my out. biggest fear. And I want to like cherish every... A lot of people feel that. Yeah. I want to cherish every second with them. And my niece and nephew, all of a sudden I like see my niece and she's like, she'll kill me, but she's got little boobies and like... Oh, yeah. She's growing up. She's growing up. And my nephew like... Actually, she wouldn't kill me. She talks about them all the time. She goes, yeah, I got boobs now. It's weird. She's all proud. <laughs> she is. And then my nephew, like, he's so tall now. And I'm like, but last time, they, they grow so fast. Last time I saw him, he was just like a little nugget cuddling me in my arms. And I'm like, it's so depressing. It's so depressing because those are the people I'm the closest to. Those are the people that ground me. Those are the people that, like, I feel myself around and feel my best self when I'm around family. And my yeah. dad, just like the most grounded, the most, like, humble my mom's so fiery so fun one of my like best friends and such a mom at the same time she can do it both my sister who's just like an angel sent from the heavens and my niece and nephew. like it's so <laughs> yeah. hard but I mean I have to be thankful that there's FaceTime <laughs> and Zooms yeah. because that like we've connected so much over um this last year by doing family Zooms and like family get togethers, family game nights. And it's almost like I see them more now just over a screen. So that definitely helps. But like the thought I'll, I'll cry if I like really think about hugging my my family. Like I just it's been so hard and I think I bury it like, yeah, I don't really allow myself to go that far down into a spiral of not being able to hug them because I try so hard to stay like above water with the fact that I can see them on FaceTime. But it's truly one of the hardest things and it makes me want to hug every single person who doesn't have family or who's lost family or who doesn't get it makes me be like oh my gosh like at least I get to talk to them and see them on FaceTime and I just can't even imagine how hard that is oh yeah 100% and I'm think well and I I know that you're big on fitness baby's on that Peloton bike riding it out and <laughs> you know I see I see you your fitness journey well yeah uh, because did you even ride the Peloton if you don't post it on Instagram Exactly. Yeah. Do you have a special Peloton name? Is that a thing? Yeah, 
I haven't really shared it because I'm like scared because sometimes I go on to like really give her and sometimes I go on to just casually say like, yeah, I did a spin today. And so I'm like, what if people go on there and they're like, Caitlin, what a joke. Bottom of the leaderboard. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because I I don't have a Peloton, but I got a lot of questions. What's her Peloton name? I'm like, I don't Caitlin at KB drinks wine. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to tell. I'm going to say it. Oh, Maybe oh, it'll hold oh. me accountable. Oh, shit. Are you ready for okay. it? I'm ready. This is low life exclusive. Hit it. Spindy Crawford. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That is perfect. <laughs> Spindy Crawford it is. Spindy Crawford. Don't have high expectations from her. She's there for a good time. She's there to like really cleanse the soul. Not so much the calories. Sure. It's it's more about the um, mental workout for me on the bike. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it is so good for your mental health. That's why you do work out. Right? I just That's had Toonday, who's one of my favorite Peloton instructors on. And she is like, honestly, just a powerful beast of a beautiful woman who's just like so inspirational. And she makes me cry every time on the bike. I love her. Wait, so is this an instructor through Peloton? Like you have to pay for an instructor? Well, you pay for like a monthly fee to be on the bike and then you can pick any instructor you want. I have three favorites. There's Cody oh. Rigsby, who you would be obsessed with. He's gay and I have feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Love him. Tunde, who is just honestly, she changed my life. And to be honest, it was when George Floyd was murdered and she is a black woman and she did a ride called Speak Up. And it was when I really was like, I'm getting educated. I'm like, shame on me for not doing this earlier. And I took her speak up ride. And I was like, this woman is going to change my life. And she has. Um, Her name's Tune Day. She's amazing. So when you say that, are you riding the bike? And she's like, just basically speaking to you guys and giving you guys like the tea. Yes. Like Like she will like preaching. She will spin. She'll just be in the moment. She'll like she like her rides sometimes are meant to be uncomfortable with um certain things that she says but otherwise oh, see, she's just I didn't just, even know this was a thing on Peloton. Oh my gosh, she's just so inspirational and and motivating wow. and like if I want to get my mind right, I take a tune day class. And then Jess King is this beautiful redhead who she's just so fiery and she likes trap rides and she's just gets it and she's just so funny. I really like her too. Yeah. I I think I might be investing in a Peloton. Don't know yet. Honestly, it just sometimes I go on it and I barely move my legs and I'll do a meditation. They have those too. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, it's great. All right. Next question. COVID-19 as in the building. How are you feeling now? A lot of people want to know what's going on with you. Um, that experience was shitty. You had it. Oh, my God. You had it during Christmas. It was shitty. It was so shitty. Oh, man. Can I press pause and fill up my wine? Yeah, of course. Okay, I am feeling much better. I can see some side effects. Like I'll wake up every single morning and feel congested and really tired. I don't I don't know if that's a COVID-19 like aftermath symptom. Yeah, but I that's truly how I feel every single morning. I have to like push myself out of bed. And I feel like a little bit like, bleh. I still don't think I have a hundred percent smell and taste back. Actually, I know for a fact, I don't have a hundred percent smell back. Really? Which, yeah, because I have That's a trippy. very good nose and Jason knows that, <laughs> knows that. And that was a really bad joke. 
Anyways, usually okay. I can smell like what he had to drink. If he like comes home, I'll be like, oh my God, you had vodka? He's like, what the hell? I don't have that anymore. So that's wow. pretty much the only thing. And and during it, it truly was like not that terrible for me personally. It was much worse for Jason, but it wasn't fun. Um, highly do not recommend. Yeah, of course. So I have the I have the antibodies now. I just got tested. I still have them. So there's that. Oh yeah, and you can give blood, and which is great for helping with other people who are getting it. I just looked that up today. Yeah, giving some blood. Are you? Well, I'm sure you'll give blood. I don't think Jason will be down with the needles. No, no chance. I mean, he should do it for the people, but he's very, very scared of needles. I feel like if he was here right now and I said that, he'd be like, "What? Well, I mean, I don't hate them. I, no, you hate them. You pee your pants when you faint. I'm just kidding." <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, no, I think that happened to him when he was like three. <laughs> yeah. You'll never let him live it down. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you, and are, do you end up getting like the vaccine? Is that when it's open to people, I, right? I don't know. Do you, do you need to get it? I don't know. Can I get it if I have the antibodies or because I've had it? Or do people get it first who don't? I don't know the rules. I don't know either. Yeah. So, when I go to Nashville to visit, though, it's like COVID-19 doesn't exist in Nashville, though, right? Well, like people like you're a weirdo if you're masking there. No, actually, people are quite good about it because it is a, um, a law right now. So on all the doors, like it's actually a law that you have to wear a mask. I don't know if that's new because I think people were not treating it properly before. But everywhere right. that I've gone so far, like um, I went to a restaurant and it was completely dead in there. They spaced out like all tables to like it's actually awkward. Like the vibe is totally ruined because there's like no one in there. You mm. have to wear your mask, especially if you get up to go to the bathroom or when you come in, if you're seated at the table, you can take it off to eat and drink. It's not like Canada. Canada's like Canada's like full lockdown. And I think California has kind of been the same, like restaurants shut down yeah. and stuff. So they're like on another level than that. But um, that's one thing I get shit on for on the internet. Why are you at a restaurant? I was going to say, you, you do get shit on quite a bit. Yeah. I'm like, well, I truthfully i do have the antibodies so that is a bit of an excuse but i am still being like i'm not i'm following the guidelines okay yeah and i guess well when i go to nashville i mean i be, i get tested still all the time for work and stuff um but i guess you i wouldn't have to worry if i was an outbreak monkey of getting you guys sick because... well i i would still go get an antibody test make sure they're still there yeah I mean, who knows what the hell, if that even works or is true. I don't know. I don't like, know. I, I, would I be able to infect you guys again? No, I'm, I hope I don't ha get it, but I'm just That's saying. A, like, hey, but, do you know what your blood type is? Uh, I believe I'm O positive. I've heard they don't get COVID. What? No, I'm not kidding. I could be very wrong. I'm sure I'll have everyone wow. come after me for this. <laughs> well, I think that thing's fact. But, but there is something. My girlfriend, three of my girlfriends have that blood type. And they've been around people with COVID and didn't get it. Interesting. And there is something that I've read about that. But again, don't quote me. I'm not don't a doctor. Quote, yeah. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying what I've heard. Yeah. Easy tigers. <laughs> I want to I want to dive into manifestation with mm. you. I definitely through our friendship and seeing how you were with the good juju. She's burning that sage. She's rubbing them crystals and you meditate and you try and manifest. Oh, there it is. She pulls out a wad of sage as we speak. Yeah. That good juju. I 
at first I thought, oh, I look at it more like an L.A. trend or, you know, but I do think there's something to it. And there is something to say that everything you've manifested has come to fruition. And I do think that there's a power in it. There is a power in it. Okay. You're a a spokesperson at this point because you've shown that it works. It's kind of like the secret. Like if you see it. That's where it all started for me. Oh, really? That book? I was dating a guy and he, I was like 22, maybe 23. I was dating a guy who's really, really good at snowboarding. He went on a snowboarding trip and I was giving him shit because he wasn't responding to me. And all of a sudden I got like five (laughs) missed calls from my girlfriend and she was like, Caitlin, you need to pick up the phone. Rob's been in a snowboarding accident. And I was like, wait, what? And so I talked to her. I was in um, my hometown and he was back in Vancouver. I was visiting family. And she goes, Rob is in a coma and Mm. um, he had to be airlifted from the hill. Like, we don't know how he's doing. He landed on his head snowboarding. And I was so beside myself and I couldn't get a flight out till the next morning. And my mom was like, there's this book and there's this show and I have the DVD. It was a DVD of The Secret. And she goes, let's watch it. And it's what you put out into the universe. And it's all these things, the law of attraction and blah, blah. And I watched The Secret and I just pictured him being okay and talked myself through it. And I like envisioned him like waking up and being his funny self and all these things. And I flew out the next day and I just kept thinking about The Secret. And he woke up before I got there and he had tubes up his nose and he was like, do I got boogers in my nose? Like, he was funny and he like was still with it and he was fine and it was terrifying but like i'll never forget that dvd that started my love for manifesting and envisioning and picturing and smelling what it's like and feeling what it's like and trying to put myself right in the position of where i want to be and that's when it all started for me wow and you've been doing it since and i've been doing it since i didn't did you do it with the podcast i didn't realize i was doing it but i did it yeah i did it with a podcast which I have a piece of paper that I wrote on when I was 24, maybe 25, that I wanted my own radio show. And so I, I mean, podcast wasn't a thing then, but it is now. And just so many things I've written down or I've really like seen myself and I've had like very vivid dreams about it because I think about it so much. And I put myself right into that situation of what I want. And I'm not saying like, (laughs) do it and you'll like, you know, you can't, you have to be so intentional with it. It's not like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not a manifestation like guru or like. I mean, I th- I think you I just are, truly so believe the- in it. I just truly believe in it, and you can't do it with negative things because you can also wish negative like things. Like voodoo. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know about that. That's kind of that premise. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. This is embarrassing to say, but I I can remember manifesting when I was in the third grade about a boy liking me. <laughs> and I remember looking at the clock every time it was 11:11 and I remember every time I was like in a situation where I could like think about what it would be like, I'd be like he's going to like me and he's not going to like Kelsey Ricky anymore who he liked in third grade. And yeah. he's going to like me and I envisioned it and and then he did. He f- was in love with me. He fell for you. Fell for me. I manifested it and he fell for me. Did you guys date? Yeah, we dated. Third grade, and then again in the sixth oh, grade. Oh, third grade. Oh, cute. oh my God. Where is he now? The one that got away. 
the one that got away. Well, he's been married. He he's been married, and now he's remarried again. So he's lived a few lives. You're one that's friends with your exes, aren't you? Most of them. That doesn't count as an ex, by the way. Third grade, sixth grade. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> no, I'm friends with two, mainly with their families still. But yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. It's scorched earth for me. Yeah, I I couldn't do it with a couple of them, but I can. Yeah. It, it time needs to pass for me to be friends. Sure. With them. Yeah. Freaking does. Yeah, yeah. sure. Freaking does. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. All right. We'll be right back. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. The grandparents love it. And I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. And we're back. Okay, wait. I'm going to ask some questions from the listeners. We got a couple more. Nashville, why? You're from Canada. But why? Everyone's like, why aren't you in LA? One, Jason hates it. But before, Jason, you already had your spot in Nashville. Why did you end up choosing Nashville? Was it for country music? I'm con- I don't understand why you're That's so funny. There. People like today, I had to get adjusted by a chiropractor because Dancing with the Stars has really fucked me up. Yeah. But he was like, oh, where are you from? Canada. Oh, why did you move here? And I'm always like, well, how do I explain this? Because I don't want to be like, well, I was the bachelorette and I got engaged. Um, the guy I met was living in Nashville. We broke up. Now I'm with, you mm. know, like that's the whole story. But the true story is when I moved here for that relationship, I knew I would love this place. I have been a country music fan since I was little. I love the history of country music. I love the the vibe of like a small town, but in a big city. I loved the like people from the South. I just, I thought it yeah. was great. And I, and I thought that before I had even visited. Then I moved here, fell in love with it. I just, I live for live music. It speaks to my soul. I was like, everyone here is so talented. It was like a, a mini LA without the like um, awful people. 
I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. The people in L.A. It's just everyone here seems very, like, sweet and authentic. And actually, that has I've been proven wrong. There's a lot of awful, awful humans here, too. But um, overall, it's just (laughs) like a really sweet. It feels like a town. It feels like a community. Everyone's friendly. There's just so much action. There's so much talent. And and it also is a place that you can live in, like, the burbs, which I love. Find a nice house and live in the burbs, but still be close to a city. I I just love Nashville. I really do. I I do not rule out Canada. I will 1000%. I've been saving my Canadian dollars. I've been investing it because I want to buy a Canadian home for the summertime because I will never not be a Canadian. Um, But I do love Nashville for right now. Where where are you going to be in uh, in Canada? Muskoka? Little Um, house on the lake? The Okanagan. The Okanagan. But I will say, low. I've been learning a lot about Nashville and Tennessee in general. It is not a very progressive place and they have a lot of like not things I agree with towards women and rights and certain things. And that's um, something that I find hard to accept, but I don't see myself here forever. I, I don't think I would want to like, like I'd raise kids here for a few years, but I don't know if I'd want them to like live. I don't want to live here full like the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. it. And it's good if you have, like, that's your home base, but you can have a house in Canada, go back to your roots. You're right about it not being as progressive. I hadn't been called, like, in public by someone, a fag. And, Scott. Oh, my God. It had been a long time. It's it been, happened I mean, in Nashville? But, oh, yeah. Like, five years, four <laughs> years ago. That makes me want to vomit they and were then literally go kill whoever did that. Chanting it at a bar. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? I mean, I shouldn't act that surprised. That's why, That's what I mean about, like, the idea of raising a family in a place that's not progressive really freaks me out. Um, that makes me angry. Yeah, it sucked. So we were at the CMAs, uh, Country Music Awards, and I had gone with a client and then we went to like a honky tonk type bar after that was like that was on the strip. Like it was a pretty popular spot. Anyway, um, they had the bathroom and it was like the male, female, like it was everyone could use it. It was a one person stall, right? With the lock on the door. So she needed help um, changing into her outfit. And so I went in there with her and the bartender came up and he's like, you can't be in here. And he was like pounding on the door. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, so I right away got out and he's like, you can't be in here. And all of a sudden, um, my friend slash client who was changing in there, she goes, he's helping me change. And it's okay that he's in here. You know, he's just helping me. And the bartender says, I don't care. Get this this faggot needs to get out of the bathroom. And then everyone started laughing at the bar and it was like five or six guys. And it was, it was, it was CMA week. So it was a lot of people in there and there's a lot of guys. And, um, and they basically were like, fag, <gasps> low. That makes my blood boil. And like, that, uh, that makes me, wanna, yeah. ah, that makes it honestly, it shitty. that makes me f-ing hate this place too. Like, <laughs> I don't I obviously like will never put up with that or go to a place where I ever like if I ever saw that I would take it to the gram. I would get them canceled. Yeah. I would never you know, go so back. Funny at, at the time, I, I thought I, I think I was so jarred by the whole thing, but I didn't even go on like Instagram. Or, and I also felt humiliated in the situation, especially because they all started clapping when I left. <gasps> you know, it was such. Yeah, it was. It was such a weird I, experience. What did your client do? I would have I would have rallied i would have started like a yeah. freaking riot she she was livid uh and she was like going off and and you know saying all this you know 
fuck you and all this stuff to the guy. Uh, but then she was just labeled as like a crazy psycho girl. So they escorted both of us out because her reaction was so visceral and upset as I, you know, and, and I was the calm one. That. But yeah, that was my one bad Nashville experience. But I will say, for the most part, it's been pretty awesome there. See, I'm like, I say it's not progressive. I mean, so many people are moving here and it's becoming more progressive. But like the core of the state is not. And that is something that bothers me. Yeah. Would you ever move to L.A.? No. Oh, damn it. Caitlin. Maybe like Northern California or something <laughs> like that. But L.A., no, absolutely not. It's because of the sky cage. Dancing with the Stars ruined it for you because it was always a maybe until you did that show. Was it? I feel you like always it was were never... like, I might. I might. You never know. I might end up getting a small little place here. This area is cute. And every time you'd visit me, you'd say, you know what? Maybe I will end up in L.A. You would say that. And would then I as soon really? as you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, I, see, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was just saying that because I love you and I'd want to be where you are. That's that's true. Yeah, I think. And, and we were in the moment we'd be having sushi and you're like, yeah. I could see myself here. Never. Yeah. But in, in, I love California. L.A. just I don't know. It's just not it's just not for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Now I get it. OK. Engagement. When am I getting engaged? Yeah, oh, I knew my it. Goodness. OK. You're already engaged. I'm That's like, it. I don't Boom. know. Stop. I don't know That's when it. I'm going to get engaged and I don't want to know when I'm going to get engaged. And guess what? We have so many deep conversations every single week because we want to get engaged. We want to get married. We want to have a family, but we also want to have all the right conversations, all the right, like get, take all the right steps. I have been engaged before. It scares me. And I believe in this relationship so much like it will happen i just am like sure. it'll it it's quarantine like we're quarantined he wants to ask my dad he wants to ask my mom he wants to like you know do all the things he's very traditional which i am not i'm like fuck it there's zoom like you know i don't know <laughs> but you'd be one that's like a lot of people are getting married via zoom like doing like a zoom wedding like ew I mean, okay, I, I, know. I shouldn't say you because if any one of my it. listeners do that, I'm like, actually, props to you. That's incredible. Good for you. I'm like one that said I would go to a courthouse. So who am I to judge? But I mean, everyone knows I'm not traditional. I, I will have babies with this man. So the engagement will happen. I just don't know when. That's more of a question for him. But I doubt he's going to say it on a podcast because then it would ruin it for me. Yeah. It's so funny with the Dancing with the Stars. They're like, he's going to do it at the finale. I'm like, I hope he doesn't, though. No, because I think, I mean, I'm sure Dancing with the Stars. Why do you pick, why do you think they picked the song Diamonds for me to do my last dance to? They're like, so Jason, <laughs> she's dancing on Diamonds if you want to pop the question. I don't know how the heck it's going to happen. I don't even have a clue when or how. And I love that. But I think also a lot of my friends, but this is more of like an LA, New York sort of thing, but they've been engaged or dating for years, like four years. And that's, super normal to me oh yeah but i mean i think month three in with jason they're like tick tock come out like well that's another thing i'm like i feel like women put so much pressure on other women to get engaged because they think well you you can't turn 40 and have a baby but i'm like i'll show you i will turn 40 and have a baby (laughs) it's probably exactly what Uh, i'll do yeah, and uh, well, and didn't you go through that whole process or whatever? What is it? Freezing your yeah, I froze my eggs, that? but that's like you know, that's not something I want to rely on. It's just something that I did for like a, a backup plan, which I want to do a whole podcast on freezing your eggs because people are always so interested in it. 
and you should do a whole podcast on freaking menstrual cramps because that was also a big question for you. They're like, Caitlin, how are you dealing with it? Because a lot of women out there are going through that too. And they're brutal. I was not, I mean, I told you this, that I could, I was not okay the other night. We were supposed to podcast like three nights ago and Caitlin was like on the floor, like in pain. I, I literally sleep. was on the floor. So I, I get cramps pretty bad. I get, everyone knows I get, um, cause I talk about it all the time. I get like hormonal depression and anxiety really, really, really bad. Um, yeah. cramps will be always bad, but this was the second worst time I could ever imagine with cramps that I was physically sick to my stomach i was on my hands and knees on a cold bathroom floor gagging and blacking out due to cramps and that's only happened one other one other time other times i'll be like so bad it'll make me feel nauseous but this was like next level couldn't function and it rocked me for two days today tonight is the first time i felt better i had it so bad in the middle of the night jason was gone and i'm actually glad for that because there's nothing anyone can do i mean nothing And so I was like putting the, what is that thing called that we love? The celly, cellula? The uh, cellula light therapy. Yeah. I was doing that uh. on my freaking uterus. I was like, <laughs> I was honestly punching the ground at one point. Like, no, no. Yelling, no. I took Tylenol. I took ibuprofen. I was just doing everything. And it, it was so bad. Um, And the next day my body was rocked from it. Like, I had anxiety the next day just because my body was recovering from cramps. I know this sounds so dramatic to some people who don't experience those kind of cramps, but the people who do, you get me. You get it. Yeah. Like even this morning, Jason was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. I'm like shaky a little bit. I feel like a little nauseous. I just feel like my body's recovering from cramps, which is insane. So what do you do about it? I don't freaking know. I have been drinking. Look at this thing. Everyone's like, hydrate more. I've been freaking drinking a gallon a day. I swear to God, my body's reacting to that. Like, I think I ate. Here's the real reason I think my cramps were so bad. I don't eat a lot of dairy. I ate. (laughs) I ate this ravioli that was stuffed with ricotta cheese and a cheese plate the night before. Then the next day. Look at you going in with the dairy. Very off brand. Very off brand. <laughs> then the next day I ate pizza for lunch, breakfast and dinner. I never, you know me, I don't like ice cream. I ordered a McFlurry and a Sunday, And I think it was all that dairy in my system that made me cramp up like that. I swear, that's the only thing. And I broke out. Look at the zit. I, you know me. I don't get zits. Yeah. Look at that thing. Oh, hormonal. It's a hormonal zit. I think zit. I need to stay away from dairy when it's hormones time. <laughs> Oh, and also, I guess, uh, turmeric, like you do holistic stuff, too. I try and do all holistic unless I have to. Like when it was the other night, I was like, load me up. I will OD on ibuprofen. Yeah, usually. Yes. Turmeric. I take every day. Magnesium. I take every night. That's why I did that red light therapy. I love doing things that just make my body feel good in general. Yeah. Well, getting to spend that much time with you. Uh, I saw the queen and it takes a lot to pull this one together. I will say that <laughs> My the God. vitamins, the supplements, the su- No, but it's, I love it. I'm on that track too. Now well, I'm, like, I'm taking my vitamins. I'm making like, and I like that you you'll have your moments of hitting rock bottom with, let's say a McFlurry or God knows what you are craving on a Sunday. 
but she is disciplined during the week. You are. Yeah. And you eat very clean and, you know, you try and hit all the major food groups and get your veggies in. And I like that. I used to always joke about like, who knows what balance is, but I truly think I've got it down. I, I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm, I work my ass off in the gym. I lift weights. I do whatever I can. I take vitamins. I try and make myself feel good. I'm trying to drink water, but I will rage. I will drink all the wine. I will eat the pizza. Like I really do try and have a balance. Yeah. All right, Boo, talking about balance, we're going to end it on that note of like balance act and taking care of yourself. And I want to, okay, you already did rapid fire questions when you were a guest, my first guest, but we came up with new rapid fire questions Ooh, okay. for you. Okay. Okay. So it's rapid fire question time with Queen Caitlin Bristow. Starting it off with NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. I know. Sophie's choice. Um, Backstreet Boys. Wow. Yeah. Because you have a soft spot for AJ, huh? I think so. NSYNC, like, oh, this is this is going to kill me to say, I truly do think they had more intricate lyrics, like deeper, more... <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, like, it's bye, BSB bye, for bye. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that one time they were like, no, let's just not say bye. Let's say it three times and really hit it home. I was yeah. like, wow, that's deep. A board game or a card game from the game. Card, I know you card love game. games. Card game. Really? Love card games. Uno. That's your go-to. No. Monopoly oh. deal. All right. Aisle seat or window seat? Window. Because I like <laughs> you... to sleep. Oh, yeah. Perfect. If you had the opportunity to go to Mars, you going? All expense covered. No. For, mm. I would have such bad anxiety. Like being in a rocket ship. <laughs> Doesn't appeal. I don't know. I'd want. Okay. Maybe if other people went first and then it was like, wow, it's like a really like tropical location. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> tropical location. Yeah. It's not happening. You're not going to the moon either then. No. No. Not I have me. no desire either. No, you have to shit in a tube. Literally, you're shitting in like a smaller tube. And like, oh, and so like exhausting. you have to train yourself to get sick. I have a fear of vomiting. Like, no, I'm not doing it. All right. You're hosting a dinner. Three people dead or alive. Who's at that dinner? This is an influential dinner. Anyone you want to top three people. Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, Kurt Cobain. God bless you. Oh, great answer. TV show you're most embarrassed to admit you've watched. Friends. No. Embarrassed? Oh, Should be. The show is trash. I said Whoa! it. I said it. I don't care. <laughs> I know. Do you mean that? I'm probably going to lose all of my listeners. Do and you mean that? I'm a, here's a, yeah. You know what? <gasps> I've been, I'm coming clean. I keep, yeah. I've been saying that I'm a fan of Friends. Not really, but I've said like, oh, I've watched it. I'm not. No. Not Michelle. Not Michelle. No. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Jason's coming in. <laughs> I'm podcasting with love. Oh, by the oh, way, Jason, Jason agrees. Jason's so excited. Yeah, Jason, Jason isn't the biggest friends guy. I'm in, uh, hockey here, but you're here. Oh, love. I love you. <laughs> Hi, boo boo. <laughs> My heart rate just went up when I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about before? I We're talking about off. Britney Spears. Oh, okay. Free Britney. Uh, Britney Spears and friends, not and loving friends. friends. Low, not liking friends. And it makes me question our friendship. And I know Jason secretly doesn't either it's not secret i bug him it. about this all the time 
if anyone he's like oh yeah like i'm a ross or whatever like no he's he a doesn't ross. care about the show he hates it like it's but not. he's but he's a ross <laughs> like is it he? or not you're a ross yeah ross sure. is like smart we wouldn't know ross is like <laughs> smart and like quirky and like a spaz but also handsome oh okay that sounds like me yeah. No, oh, I love that. That's nice. To yeah. That's handsome. Are you going to hey, low, yeah. real quick? Should I grow mm-hmm. my hair or uh, cut it short? No, give me the low. Is this a, a, a I want worldwide stylist? John Snow vibes. Wow. I love it long. I want it like <laughs> chugging wine. You want him to actually, I'd say I love you with short hair, but the long works. I think it looks great. So keep going yeah, it with does, it. It Maybe, does work for him because he's got a great head of hair. So it looks you look good like long. a Disney. I think he looks prince. so hot with short hair, though. He looks like Aladdin right now. I'm Do you think I look wet. hot with long hair? Yeah, of course. You're a beautiful human being. I'm just. Wow, that's so nice of you. Yeah, Jason, he literally nice. looks like Aladdin. Of course you're good looking. I wouldn't date an ugly nice. guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. That was me trying to be funny. Okay. I'm going to go. All right, Jay. Bye, Jay. I need more of you in my life. Yeah. I'll be coming in April. Reunion immediately. Yeah. It's happening. We're going to plan the date. I don't, I don't really truly have a show I'm embarrassed to watch. There's not one that I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's embarrassing because I feel like I watch all good shows, but yeah. Yeah. If I'm having like a moment, I will throw on step by step on Disney Plus oh. from like my days of TGIF where it's like, oh my God, I loved step by step. Step by step. Step by step. Day, day by day. We'll yeah. make it better the second time around. Time and they go around. down the roller coaster. <laughs> I wanted to be white so bad. I wanted a white mom and dad and like (laughs) I wanted to go on a roller coaster ride. Oh my I was like, this sucks. Freaking Suzanne Summers. Over here. I'm over here eating beans and rice. And I want I want Suzanne Summers. (laughs) I want Suzanne Summers to kick to cook me a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. By the way, she looks amazing. She's like, I think she's in her seventies now. No, I'm a, I have the, I have a girl crush on Suzanne Summer. She's beautiful. Yeah, and she's she's really big into like being nude all the time, and yeah, she'll take she's, photos of herself. She's like, ahead of her desert. time. She always was. Yeah, she's like, uh, what's her name? Jane Fonda. Another one. She's, very yeah, ahead of her she's time. She's a Jane Fonda for sure. Country music or rap music? Oh shit, that's hard. That's hard. Those are my two favorite genres. Ooh, I don't know. Do I have to pick one? Yeah, of course I do. Only uh, one. Only one. Gosh, I grew up on country. It reminds me of my dad. Rap is like where my true soul is. It's like, um, okay, I'm going I'm going country. Bold. Yeah. If you could change your name, what would you change your name to? Mikey. <laughs> Great. Why? Why Mikey? Where did that come it from? It used to be my alias name when I went out to the clubs back in oh, the day. Yeah. And it's what my best friend still calls me. And it's my dad's name. And I just like truly love it for a girl. Oh, that actually, that is cute. I like when girls have boy names. or I'm obsessed. Like I might name my firstborn girl Mikey. Yeah. Or like Dylan. Sweet. I love Dylan. Yeah. Mm-hmm, me too. Uh, another person's lowest moment that you personally witnessed. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. So my best friend in high school, one of my best friends, her family was very religious and um, she wasn't really necessarily allowed to hang out with me. 
Okay. But we did anyways. Oh, gosh. I cannot say her name. I had a few very religious friends. This one in particular had um, a thing for my cousin. And this is bad. Oh. Um, oh she had God, a thing for my it. cousin. And... <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. She was a virgin, so he convinced her to do butt sex, and she had an accident, and I was there. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh um, wait, she lit. Oh, hold up. You're why? Why were you there? Why were you there? That's another story. Um, I wasn't in the room. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, no, I wasn't huh. like watching. I wasn't witnessing. Um, I was just in another room. Oh. And um, yeah. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Uh, dinner. Dinner. I love, yeah. I hate lunch. Lunch is fucking useless. Such a, a waste w- of time. Yeah. I hate it. It's always like. You like the- to drink your lunch, like a green juice smoothie or a glass of wine. And I'm, yes. And I'm like, I'm hungry for dinner, but I have to wait. And then I'm like, I'm a little still full from breakfast. I love breakfast, but dinner is where it's at. Favorite word? Fancy. Oh, yeah. You are fancy. <laughs> Am I? You sometimes. I you like, can be. I really actually like the word picnic or fancy. Yeah. Uh, what fictional character do you most relate to? I'm having trouble with this one. Oh, no, I'm not. Jess from New Girl. Jess from New Girl. Oh, my God. The one that, like, Jessica Day. Oh, she ends up. Se- setting up her husband and she makes him go to jail oh my god i love that that's so dark but like great wait i don't think you're thinking of the same person oh shit i'm thinking of gone girl yeah i'm talking new girl like quirky nerdy dorky jessica day who's a school teacher but like has the funniest sense of humor and like yeah of course have you seen Gone Girl? Yes, twice. Both times on a plane. I was like, damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not you. No. My bad. No. Thank you I for love... for that. <laughs> I was like, no. I was confidence. Like, like, I was like, ooh, extra spicy tonight. <laughs> like, I'm going to set Jason up for murder. Wow. <laughs> Netflix series coming soon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and we're going to end it there on that note. Jessica Day herself. I love it. Who's that girl? It's Jess. thank you uh caitlin for being on the podcast i love that i can call you and have you on you are not only a dear friend but a family member to me and i just absolutely adore you and think of you every single day and i still have like little things from the sky cage that i have in my apartment uh and it makes me think of you all the time i I have that until we have each other and i'm not lying low I think I said this on my pod- podcast, maybe, but I look back on Dancing with the Stars and I know that was like a fond memory for me because dancing is my passion. But truly, <sighs> wow, way to ruin the moment, Caitlin. But truly <laughs> having that like bonding time with you and getting that close and already loving you before, but then like coming out of it being like, wow, I couldn't have done that without Lo. I really realized that you're you're like bridesmaid material in my wedding party. Yes, I yes to the I said yes to the dress. <laughs> you're in. You're in. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You're my freaking maid of honor. Get out of here. I know. You're in my wedding too. You're gonna be in my first and second one. Both. Oh my gosh. Yeah, really? Yeah, that means I'm sure. a real friend. If you can be there through all of the marriages, you're a real friend. 
oh, that's it. That's the big test. <laughs> so L.A. of me to say. But well, that was like I was is. talking to Kelty Knight and I was telling her, I'm like, I'm trying to drink water for my hair growth. And I'm just like so full of water. And she was like, that was the most L.A. thing you've ever said. I'm so full of water. oh god well um i love having you on you're always the best guest and there's something to say uh i don't there's like a chemistry and i don't know how to explain it but it's just there and i'm it's there because for it i'm the same i could talk to so many people on my podcast but everyone is like I just love your chemistry with Lo. Can you guys just get back together? And I was like, anytime. I love I being on your podcast. I think it's because we're just really comfortable with each other. Yeah. We have the same sense of humor. We finish each other's sandwiches. Sandwich shit. <laughs> but we're just, we're the same person, just in different. You have a penis and I have a vagina. There it is. Yeah. I love you, queen. All right. And we'll end it there. Thank you, guys. We're out. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. God, I love having Caitlin on. Like top five guests, hands down. Top five people in my world. Because she is just a treasure. Canadian treasure. Next week's guest, I'm so excited for. I can't say who it is yet. But ooh, is it good? And I have butterflies in my stomach. I'm so excited. I'm going to be like Barbara Walters going into this interview. So stay tuned. Next week's going to be great. I love getting feedback from you guys too. Thank you for the wonderful feedback and all of your messages and kind words. And it means so much to me. And I have to say, when you leave that rating and the five star and the subscription and you're doing the comment, uh, leaving a review on Apple Podcast, even if it's just a smile face or a thumbs up or anything, just leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts, that is the reason why we could produce great shows for you. And it really makes a difference. So I say it every episode because it is so important. And I'm beyond thankful and grateful uh, for you as listeners to take the time to do that. And it goes into the algorithm and it helps so that we can still do free shows and it helps with advertisers. just is great all the way around. That's the best way to support any podcast out there is to leave a review and give a five-star rating. It makes a huge difference in this little engine that could or couldn't at times. So thank you for doing that. I love you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Oh my God, this weekend, I'm going to be relaxing this weekend. I'm taking some time off, just a couple days to decompress, even though I came back from the desert. Now I'm like in sloth mode. So I'm going to continue with that and um, binge watch something good, take an edible, relax. I hope you do the same. And don't forget to drink your water, Puta, because I know you're thirsty. I love you and I'm out. Yeah, we do.